Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good morning. It is Tuesday, January 24th. It is seven minutes after nine. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and you're listening to 93 WIBC. Happy National Peanut Butter Day, by the way. That is not a day. It, it that, is. No, that's not a thing. No, it's National no, Peanut Butter Day. Casey, that's not a thing. You know what is a day? Martin Luther King Day. That is a day. <laughs> President's Day. Mm-hmm. That's a day. Okay. Peanut Butter Day. Not, not a, a thing. Day. Not a thing. Not a day. Okay. And you and people feed this bull crap. When they say things like that, I'm not trying to be critical of you, but I am being critical of you. Peanut butter day, not a day. Not a thing. How about, uh, is it hide and seek day? No, it's not anything. Again, let me let me repeat myself. Slower this time. Yeah. Martin Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. That's a day. Okay. President's Day. Yeah. That's a day. Independence Day. Yeah. That's a day. Veterans Day. That is also a day. Mm-hmm. Hide and go seek, not a day. Okay, well, if you work in the Biden White House, apparently is a hide and seek day. <laughs> it's not listed anywhere on the National Days of Hide and Seek Day, Rob. I see what you did there. That's okay. brilliant. Very well done. <laughs> it's becoming a high stakes game of hide and seek. Of course, you've heard by now that the DOJ found more documents with classified markings in Biden's houses and the FBI did conduct that 13-hour search. They said it was planned and consensual and now some Democrats are calling for more investigations, including Joe Manchin. He said Biden's handling of the documents was totally, totally irresponsible. And Senator Tim Kaine from Virginia said that this news raises serious questions and the appointment of an unbiased special prosecutor to investigate the matter is the right step. Now, some of the classified documents and surrounding materials dated back to Biden's tenure in the Senate. Okay, when they say an unbiased prosecutor, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before, what does that mean? <laughs> Somebody who's never been in Washington, D.C. before. Like, are, you're admitting mm-hmm. the Department of Justice is so political, they cannot administer unbiased justice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We're done here, mm-hmm. right? I mean, what? so you're admitting there are all sorts of biased prosecutors just running around. Boy, that makes me feel really good about our system of justice in this country that a U.S. senator is saying, we need an unbiased prosecutor. I thought they all were supposed to be unbiased. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the premise of being the prosecutors, that justice was blind. That's why the you know the scales of justice outside the courthouse, the, the woman is wearing a, a, a blindfold. Uh, but apparently that's not a thing. No. Apparently, it just they're all these people are all just partisan hacks. They're all biased. They all have an opinion. Imagine that. So Biden's lawyer didn't say where in Biden's Wilmington house the documents are were found, other than outside in the garage and in nearby storage space. Okay, so you have to help me with this. This Ian Sam's guy just 
popped up out of nowhere. He's like this. They list him as a spokesman for Biden. But I'd never seen this guy before, like right. three days ago. Right. And now he's everywhere. Now he's getting all sorts of FaceTime. Uh, so what? Did, I don't think Corinne Jean-Pierre quit because she just had a thing, didn't she? She did. She had a press conference yesterday, and Peter Ducey, his first question to her was, what four-letter word did you say when they found more documents? <laughs> <laughs> And she laughed and said, oh, Peter. So for some reason, this dude, Ian Sams is his <laughs> name. We played him yesterday. He's all over the place now. Yep. And I don't know if it's like, you know, in basketball, if your team's losing, the coach will just look down the bench and pick somebody random and be like, go in there. <laughs> what do you want me to do? You're up. Go in. He's like Rudy. Yeah. Just stay in. Ex- what do I do? Exactly. Just stay in. Was Ian Sam some guy working in the mail room who they're just like, she's not getting it done. Go in. What do I do? Just go in. Read this card. He's the guy they're trolling out there now. And mm-hmm. he again refused to rule out that there are additional documents that'll be found. Okay, Ian, um, are there any possibilities that there are documents at other locations owned or used by President Biden in the past? So the president's personal lawyers and DOJ are in communication and they're making sure that they're coordinated on the next steps of this investigation. Look, we're going to be really careful not to talk about potential future steps and developments in the investigation itself because we respect the independence of DOJ to conduct this thoroughly and fairly on their own accord. And so I'm just not going to get ahead of that process in questions like that. Okay, so there's a possibility. (laughs) Okay, that was Mika uh, Zizinski or whatever her name is, Mm -hmm. Morning Joe's... uh, Wife, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, on his MSNBC. Adult, his adult supervision mm-hmm. who allows him to do a morning show while she sits next to him, kicking him under the table. Um, <laughs> can we play? I just loved the the just disappointment in her voice in this question. What a total partisan hack. Can we just play the part where she asks the question again, just the very first, I don't know, five-ish seconds of that clip? Okay, Ian, um, are there any possibilities that there are documents at other locations owned or used by President Biden in the past? Okay. Okay, Ian. (laughs) Whoever you are, new guy. Uh, So this guy was on another show. Mm -hmm. Can't remember which one. Doesn't matter. But then he said, okay, hey, the Biden administration wasn't lying when they said last week more documents wouldn't be found. They were rather... uh, Information develops is the Mm -hmm. word we're Mm -hmm. we're using today. Take a listen. Twice in the last week or so, two different times, uh, there's been a uh, White House put out statements suggesting that the search for these documents were complete. And each of those times, more documents were therefore found. So it's a, it, explain explain that, how that could happen. And also, do you understand the, the sense of a, does that hurting the credibility of the White House as you are trying to tell the American people, hey, we're trying to do the business, your business while doing this, too? Jonathan, thanks for that question. And look, I think in any investigation, I talked a little bit about this last week when I took questions from uh, the press corps here at the White House about this. In any investigation, information develops. That's the nature of an investigation. Uh, Information develops, Casey. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that the press secretary made a definitive statement that there were no more documents, don't worry about that. Information develops also little free tip for the audience at home and, and you <laughs> this is why this show is so valuable anytime you hear someone in politics say thanks for that question 
you know they really don't want to answer that question. That's a pause so they can think about yes. it. That's a good question. That's a great question. Thank you for asking mm, that. As I come up with the answer, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. That's why they're not letting out more information as it develops because they're waiting to see at the same time as everybody else. Okay. Hey, before we go to a break, yeah, can we play this clip? Uh, of Nancy Pelosi because this was another random, confused, likely accidental act of journalism from CNN, which is now multiple days now they've done this. I don't know if someone is not feeling well over there or what's happening, but they did the same thing to her Mm -hmm. that they did to Dick Durbin the other day where they played a clip of him saying, oh, when it was Trump, oh, these documents, this is so dangerous, this is so terrible, blah, blah, blah. And then when they come back to him, well, <laughs> the, the things what, are different. What I meant was. So here is the exact same thing with Nancy Pelosi. This is great. Here's what you had to say about Donald Trump and his problems this summer. Take a look. If the uh, nature of this, uh, of these documents is what appears to be, this is very serious. A very serious. Do you think that classified (laughs) documents showing up in Joe Biden's office, home, six years after he was vice president. Do you think that's also very serious? Well, it depends on the nature of the documents. What I said as you were listening was, if the nature of these documents Mm -hmm. is what it appears to be. We don't know. She didn't know the nature of Trump's documents either. No? Yeah. They still don't. Right. And she's searching for... The words to say, how embarrassing for Nancy Pelosi to be air-checked by Chris Wallace, by the way. I, I would agree with you, except these people, as you know, Casey, they have no shame. So right. it's not like they're going to go go home. And I mean, she didn't think about that three seconds after she left that place. They have no shame. They have no scruples. They have no anything. Okay, Casey, when we come back, mm-hmm. I have a very serious question for you. Okay. And Biden is considering kind of updating what it means to be vaccinated right what the new standard is mm-hmm. and so I want to ask you do you regret oh boy getting your vaccine okay we've got that on the way and M&Ms are trending so we'll get to that too from 93 WIBC whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about Kaskali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you Yes! I didn't even have to ask for this. Edmund Fitzgerald? Stop. (laughs) It's Harry Chapin? Yes, it's Harry Chapin Day. Are you finally getting your Harry Chapin Day? It's Harry Chapin Day. It's Harry Chapin Day. Okay. Let it be known. It's Harry Chapin Day. Good luck with that. Great job, Kevin. Everyone's ears perked up when they heard that. Harry Chapin. Did they? I I can say this now with a straight face. I've never been more excited for this show than I am this show today now. Yeah, this is like Christmas for you. My level of enthusiasm just jumped up about Uh 9 million percent. So what you were saying is previously you were just going through the motions, Basically. but now you're motivated. Right, right. Okay. No, no, I mean, and look at how good I was doing just going through I the know, motions. But I know, I know. You faked it so well. Each segment will bring some new mm-hmm. surprise mm-hmm. joy mm-hmm. that will just light a fire inside of me. Okay. Yeah, Harry, Harry Chapin is like mental steroids yeah. for Rob. You got to be, this is the <laughs> thing about hanging out with me. You got to be a thinking person. Mm-hmm. Like if you are not 
raising your game in terms of mental stimulation, mm -hmm. then you're just not going to have a good time mm -hmm. being around me. Because everything I do, Casey, yeah. whether it's music mm -hmm. or hobbies mm -hmm. or whatever, yeah. involves deep thinking. Mm -hmm. And Harry Chapin is the thinking man's artist. You have hobbies? We'll no, have to get into that someday. Many. No, not, <laughs> many. not many. 20 minutes after Mainly nine. just figuring out ways to make you miserable. Yeah, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And trending this morning, Amazon. They have launched a subscription prescription drug service. This is called RX Pass, and it will be available for those with the Prime membership. Also trending is a thing called job boomeranging. In a nutshell, it's when a former employee bounces back to a previous employer. Oh! Finally trending, M&Ms. They've announced that the company's candy-coated mascots will be on indefinite leave and they're being replaced by a new spokeswoman, actress Maya Rudolph. So, the, it's kind yeah. of odd, isn't it? Like, you would feel compelled to, because she was Saturday Night Live, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, she's been in some movies, but yeah. it's, not, it's not like Tom Cruise, right? Nope. So, their theory is, you're on the fence about what kind of candy to buy, and the Maya Rudolph endorsement mm -hmm. is going gonna... to make you pick the M&Ms over the... Reese's Pieces. Yep. Or the Hershey's chocolate. Yeah. Apparently, the mascots have gone woke. Oh. <laughs> and it's upsetting a lot of people. All right. Let's talk about these vaccines. The Food and Drug Administration is considering changing its COVID-19 vaccine strategy. They say it's an effort to keep up with the ever-changing virus and eliminate the old fully vaccinated model. And instead, they're going to have it be more like the flu, where you get an annual updated shot, which is supposed to match the strain that's predicted to be the most prevalent each year. Yeah, so I won't be getting this, just like I didn't get the other ones, because <laughs> there is, or for a host of reasons, one of which is definitively, it doesn't stop you from getting COVID. And look. Uh, everybody is free to do. The difference between the way I treat this and the way other people have treated this is I believe everybody's free to do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. If you want to believe that the COVID vaccine makes you a safer person, then by all means, you inject away. If you want to uh, once a month, six months, a year, whatever it is, that is your prerogative. I think you are going to be sorely disappointed but being a freedom and liberty loving person you are free to be sorely disappointed these things do not stop you from getting covid and if it doesn't do the thing that it's we were told it's supposed to do then what's the point of doing the thing mm -hmm. i mean is that an unreasonable question i'm asking mm -mm. i do know there are potentially ramifications for doing the thing mm -hmm. And so, as such, why would I take the potential ramifications when the thing doesn't do the thing that we were told it's supposed to do? So, John Moore, who's an immunologist at Cornell Medical College, said the hard evidence is lacking and the evidence that is out there is, at very least, inconclusive. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is demanding an investigation into the COVID vaccine. So I have a question for you, because I know, and you've been honest with us about this, and that's mm -hmm. the reason we're talking about this. You got a vaccine like shortly after the vaccine became a thing, right? Yeah. 
do you, do you remember when it was that you got your initial inoculation? It was, it was pretty early on. It was, I believe, in April. April of 20... 21. 21. Then. Okay. Yeah. So you have been candid that mm-hmm. you did that for a couple of reasons, yeah. one of which was your employer mm-hmm. pressured you yeah. into doing that. Yep. Do you, in hindsight, because you not only influenced, and I'm not saying you made them do that, but you helped influence people around you as well who also made the same choice, knowing what you know now, do you regret getting the vaccine? Yeah. I probably wouldn't have done it. Why? Why why do you regret doing it? Because I think this is really important what we're about to talk about here. Well, as you know, when I had my daughter... I suffered from cardiomyopathy postpartum, which is inflammation of the heart. And I had problems. And now they're coming out with, uh, you know, there's a report that says that 68% of the 260 million U.S. adults who received the vaccine, 7% said they had side effects, which equates to about 12 million people. Right. And one of the side effects is this myocarditis, which is inflammation of the heart. So that, I don't want to say it weighs on my mind, but it is a concern for me because I have gone through heart trouble in the past and I put myself in a position to maybe escalate that. And, and that's and that's the thing, right? Which is we devolved so quickly in this country, and that's what should scare everyone, is we devolved so quickly in this country that within a basically a year's time, so, you know, the COVID shut everything down into February, you're talking in your case, April, some people were a little sooner, mm-hmm. but basically within a year's time, mm-hmm. we devolved in this country to the point where if you don't get this thing, that now we have determined the thing doesn't do the thing that they promised us it was going to do, mm-hmm. you could have lost your job. Yeah, it was. Well, and you know what? When I applied for the job here, I had to show my vaccination yeah. status as well. I mean, that was typical of a lot of people where they work. Yeah. And it was because of that. And it was also because of family pressure you know a mom saying did you get your vaccine and i know she did it out of concern sure because we didn't know so that's an interesting conversation because that was not a problem in my house right like right, <laughs> you, well, you so that i think that's fascinating and maybe you can talk about that for a second what that's like to have somebody in your not in your house but somebody mm-hmm. close to you mm-hmm basically not pressuring you out of any ill will or whatever, but pressuring you to do that. Because that's what they thought was the right thing to do. In my house, from my parental Mm -hmm. side, it was, you didn't get that vaccine today, did you? (laughs) So it was like the exact opposite. Right, exactly. What is that like? Um, Well, you know, I've... I have had a flu vaccine from time to time. I've never been a regular. Got to get my flu vaccine this year. Got to go do it. Um, So, and she knew that. So mom was just out of concern hey get that vaccine you know you got to do this you're gonna go and because nobody knew what was going on at that time and we were told this is the thing to do so you don't kill grandma right yeah and i didn't want to be that person Uh, and because of my job and everything yeah okay i guess i'll go we're all doing this and i went to the devos center in grand rapids 
and yes, named after those devices. Oh, it stunned on me, right? And uh, went and got the vaccine, waited in line, and then when the second one came around, same situation, and it was a well-oiled machine. I mean, you walked through that line; they had your your name, and it was in the you, car, right? You never got out booster, of your car. The booster was in the car. I never got out of the car, and just leaned my left arm out of the window, and they gave me the shot and said, "Pull over there and park for ten minutes and the booster i could feel that's ridiculous hotness going through my body the the country you know so you know we mentioned devolving and i we got to get to a break maybe we can mm -hmm. continue this conversation when we come back because uh something that is ever evolving and for the better is kurt darling in the news yeah okay we've got more to come it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc it was a young Just let it go for a second. And he was carrying the next day's pasty fruits for everyone in that Coast Guard city where children play. My headphones were working, so I just needed a second. Thanks. Okay. It's 934. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Vice President Harris. You ever heard that song, by the way? From Harry Chapin? Yeah. No. 30, yeah, I was going to say, I didn't realize Harry Chapin dabbled in country music. Uh, Harry Chapin dabbled in about everything, which is why we needed a Harry Chapin day. It's an incredible <laughs> song about a truck driver who has a little incident on the road carrying 30,000 pounds of bananas. What's not to love about that? Oh, I love it. You know what? I'm glad it's Harry Chapin day You today. bet you are. You know why? We can get it out of the way. <laughs> Just grit our teeth and get through today, and then we'll be okay. And then it'll be over with. So just just stick with us. Let's talk about what's going on in Florida with Ron DeSantis. So the vice president was down there, and she was speaking with Democratic leaders, and she was talking about Ron DeSantis's decision to block an advanced placement African-American studies course. She said the Republicans in the state were extremely extremist so-called leaders. She went on to say that every student in our nation should be able to learn about the culture, contributions, and experiences of all Americans, including black Americans who shaped our history. And then Ron DeSantis went out and, well, he defended his rejection of this advanced placement course. And uh, he said that uh, the college board in the White House, it was incomprehensible what they were trying to do. All right, Casey, dealer's choice here. I'm going to ask you to put your radio management hat on. I can either do the take Mm -hmm. and then play the audio Mm -hmm. or play the audio and then give you the take. Let's play the audio. Okay, Perfect. Here's Ron DeSantis. And the issue is we have guidelines and standards in Florida. Uh, We want education, not indoctrination. If you fall on the side of indoctrination, we're going to decline. If it's education, then we will do this course. So when I heard it didn't meet the standards, I figured, yeah, they may be doing security. It's way more than that. This course on black history, what's one of the lessons about? queer theory. Now, who would say that an important part of black history is queer theory? That is somebody pushing an agenda on our kids. And so when you look to see they have stuff about intersectionality, abolishing prisons, that's a political agenda. And so we're on, that's the wrong side of the line for Florida standards. We believe in teaching kids uh, facts and how to think, but we don't believe they should have an agenda imposed on them. 
when you try to use black history to shoehorn in queer theory, uh, you are clearly trying to use that uh, for political purposes. Okay, this, that audio Mm -hmm. is everything. And that audio right there is why Ron DeSantis should absolutely be the face of the Republican Party and should absolutely be the Republican nominee for president because he said all the things that needed to be said. He said all the things that most Republicans are afraid to say, but he said it in a way, in a professional manner, yet direct manner, that you walk away going, I feel really, really good that that dude is our guy and I will stand behind him because most Republicans do not have the guts to stand up to the radical left public education agenda, including these cowards right down the street here from us at 200 West Washington. Because anytime angry red-shirted teachers show up, whenever these Republicans get ideas that are actually good ideas, they crawl under the table and say, I'm sorry for having ideas. Ron DeSantis isn't afraid to take the slings, he isn't afraid to take the arrows, he isn't afraid to stand up for what's right and say all the things and say, if you don't like it, there's someone else you can vote for. Oh, wait, we just had an election and I won overwhelmingly, so... Yeah. Okay, so the Florida Department of Education has said that African-American history still included in its education plans. But his point is that you can't shoehorn in queer theory and this other indoctrination masquerading as education. And he also said that his priorities are going to be giving teachers more rights and decreasing term limits for board members. Plus, he has this freedom blueprint where he's proposing Proposing to give teachers raises and not demanding that they join unions and that unions would need permission from teachers each year to keep their name on a membership role. Is that something that happens? Do they put a teacher's name on a union membership role and just keep it there indefinitely? You know, I don't know. I'd have to look into that. I don't think you're required to join the teacher's union in the state of Indiana. But, you know, and I talked to my mom about this because she was a public education teacher for years. And now, obviously, again, it's been several years since she was a teacher. But she said, while you weren't required to join, the pressure to join Mm is oh i bet immense yeah and unless you are a super strong-willed person who absolutely does not mind everyone pressuring you and saying awful things about you i mean of course like someone like me that would be just a good time for Mm me but the average person and i'm not blaming these people i'm just telling you the reality of what it is do not have the intestinal fortitude to stand up to these lunatic leftists who run these teachers unions. And then the problem becomes, because I hear this all the time from teacher friends, you know, well, those people don't speak for me, blah, 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 but they do. But they do. If you don't speak up, whether you're in that union or not, they speak for you because they're telling everyone that they speak for you. And the public education, the education, uh, the education issue is where the battleground is now and is going to be because the reason the country is on the path it's on and is run by the people it's run by and has been overtaken by the people it's been overtaken by is because we as a society have allowed radical leftist lunatics to not just control but dominate the public education sector and this is why that bill that becky cash and others now have put forward that would make uh school board elections in indiana just like every other election Mm -hmm. Like, you're not proposing anything different other than to make school board elections like every single other election 
where you identify what political party you are and you run in a primary just like coroner, surveyor, town council, city council, mayor, state house, state senate, every other office. That is such an important bill. Now, I have zero confidence that the Republicans who control everything will actually move that forward because they are petrified of the angry red-shirted teachers. But that is the bill that in this state will fix a whole bunch of the problems because you have all these people in, I mean, take Brownsburg, for example. It's where I live. It's all Republicans, suppose, I mean, at least people put ours next to their name. They don't actually govern like Republicans, but at least all the offices in that county, for the most part, are Republican in the city, the, the, the town. They're all Republican, but yet the school board, four of the five people are just open radical leftists. Why? Why would that be? The school board is the, the, you know, school board is the one office where these lefties keep winning because they don't have to put a letter next to their name. Those people couldn't get elected dog catcher in that town if they had to put a letter next to their name, but they control public education. And this is the fault of the Republicans at the state house. So DeSantis says that the union bosses are going to have to stop taking funds out of teachers' pockets and putting it into the union coffers. And he says that schools are no longer going to be permitted to fund their unions directly out of teachers' paychecks. It's 942 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and here's another story. So there's a former FBI agent. His name is Charles McGonigal. And Good job. He, he was the head of counterintelligence in the New York field office, and he was part of the investigation, he, he was doing part of the investigation into Donald Trump and Trump's ties to Russia, yes. right? Well, this guy, this Charles McGonigal, he was arrested for? And guess what he was for? arrested what for? What did he get arrested for, Casey? Ties with Russia. Oh, so the guy who was investigating yes. Trump's ties to Russia has now been arrested. For ties with Russia. You know, they put him in charge because they knew he was an expert. That seems like the most government thing in the history of of ever. Yeah, just doesn't look good for the FBI. Why is everyone so crooked? Fraud, lies, abuse. It's just gross. Sure it is. <laughs> this is why I hate the government. Put this guy in charge of investigating Trump ties with Russia, who has ties with Russia. Think about all the corrupt people who have been exposed who were in charge of investi- investigating Trump. Remember the two uh, FBI people who were the lovers? What were their names? The two that were... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's like, it's just an endless cavalcade mm-hmm. of people who are wholly awful, who are just utterly ridiculous, who are in not just in the government, but in positions of power inside the government. When we talk about the cabal, mm-hmm. when, when we talk about, you know, th- these nameless, faceless bureaucrats who have immense power and have the ability to manipulate public opinion and public policy. These are the sort of people we were talking about because people like this are all over the place inside the federal government. Now, not every federal government employee is bad. Certainly not by any stretch of the imagination, but there are a ton of people like this and they have immense power. Do you remember yesterday we were talking about being arrested on live TV yes. and what you would do? Yes, absolutely. Well, this guy, this McGon, he was arrested at JFK airport. How about that? Oh. Get off the plane. Yes. You're right there in the airport. Swarmed. Casey. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I, we're going to have a sing-along coming up? Well, yes. I, I had no. Um, oh. I was going to talk about that story, but then you threatened to have to sing, and I'm not doing that. So uh, I had a <laughs> very accidental, but I think 
life-altering conversation with Kevin earlier this morning. Okay. And I'd like to get into this because I think men all over the place will be impacted by this conversation that Kevin and I had. Yeah, I agree. Uh, We're going to talk about your hair coming up from 93 WIPC, or rather, the lack of hair. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Remember how we listen to the radio And I said that's the place This is the greatest song ever written about radio. You're so happy today that it's Harry Chapin Day. I, as a small boy, Casey, I said someday I will have my own radio show. Yeah. And on that radio show, congratulations, I will have a Harry Chapin Day, and we will play W-O-L-D. I am the morning DJ at W-O-L-D. There you go. There you go. Well, congratulations. Your dream came true on January 24th, <laughs> 2023. That's today at 949. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So I love it when I walk in in the morning. Every morning you check in with Kevin and yes. he's in the studio grabbing audio for the show. And today I open the door and the conversation you guys were having. Well, I didn't really fit in. <laughs> so Kevin is always so on top of his appearance mm-hmm. and part very of Kevin's yeah part of Kevin's appearance mm-hmm. I mean he dressed like you dress like someone who would be in the corporate world every day even though you're in radio it's truly amazing yeah I try to be as professional as possible mm-hmm. I mean you wear he wears the button-up shirts mm-hmm. he wears nice pants mm-hmm. he always has cool shoes on yeah yeah and, and and I, as I told our boss Matt Hiblin yesterday we were talking uh, after hours about Kevin I said eventually Kevin is going to want to enjoy his life and is going to leave us at some point, and I don't know what I will do. But in the meantime, I'm hanging on to Kevin like grim death. Right. So I've tried to, as we've talked about many times, pass along some of the lessons that I learned the hard way Mm -hmm. to Kevin in hopes that Kevin might be able to use some of the things that I have learned for his own betterment. And Mm -hmm. so one of the things Kevin always does is he's so well prepared, and part of it is his hair is always immaculate and very shiny. And so as I walked in today, I noticed Kevin's hair was not immaculate nor shiny. <laughs> did you not wash your hair today? No, I did. I, yeah, there we go. And I, I said, and so I said, you know, it, clearly Kevin did not wash his hair today. Is it weird that I have noticed that about Kevin? <laughs> it's I, weird that we know that. Yeah, yeah I was kind of surprised by that. And then Kevin and I got on a conversation about hair uh Preservance. We started to, and, okay. and Kevin pointed out that one of the things maybe that you were under the assumption of was the more you wash your hair, the more apt your hair is to maybe begin to fall out and recede. Yeah, I kind of feel like uh, maybe the chemicals and the shampoo, yeah. uh, it can't be good to use it in excess. Yeah. And I also feel like constantly, I mean, every day you're rubbing your hair sure. when you're washing it and you just have a lot of. Uh, hairs fall out. That's one of the great mistakes I made, Casey, now that I've been able to reflect on the many mistakes I've made uh, mm-hmm. in my life. And, yeah. and Kevin, this is what you'll find, and Casey, I'm sure, can confirm this. The older you get, the more you're able to reflect on your life, and you just look in the mirror and go, I was stupid. <laughs> and one of the things you realize, and it makes sense, right, mm-hmm. that the more stuff that you do to your hair, mm-hmm. and the more stuff you put in your hair, the more apt it is for your hair mm-hmm. 
to not perform to the level that it once did. <laughs> right. And I think about the shampoos that I used as a younger person. Yeah. I was like injecting poison into myself. Are you, do you use natural shampoo now? Uh, I have. have changed Well, brands? yes, I have totally revamped how I do all of my hair after I had my hair transplant from We Grow Hair Indy. Yeah. So then Kevin and I started talking and Kevin, to his credit, was very honest with me. And I never noticed this until he pointed it out. Kevin does have a bit of a receding hairline, but he hides it so well because he styles his hair so well. Right. And so then we had to have the mentor mentee talk. And I said, oh, Kevin, boy. there. And that's when I walked in. Yeah. I said, Kevin, there will come a day. <laughs> and, and so Kevin is 27. I think I was 29 when this happened to me, mm -hmm. where someone will take a photograph of you and you will notice what begins to be irrefutable evidence mm. of a bald spot forming. Or happening. And how does that make you feel? Well, I remember exactly where I was when I saw mine. Yeah. I was 29. Yeah. I was naturally, as I've always done, working very hard on behalf of the taxpayers of my of community. Of course. I was at an event I didn't even have to be at, but yeah. I cared so much about others. Right. It's part of why I started losing my hair was I cared so much about others. Sure. Uh, and so I was in a room full of people, and I was in the background of a photo, mm -hmm. and I saw, and somebody posted on social media, not like, here's Rob Kendall, but I was in the photo, and I said, what the hell is that? So that was on the crown of your head? Yes. Yeah. And I thought, well, maybe it's just the way, because when you're doing your hair each day or whatever, you don't pay attention to that. And then I thought, well, maybe that's just the way my hair was laying. It was accidentally laying weird or something. Right. And I sprinted to the nearest mirror in my house. Yeah. And I realized, oh, crap. Yeah. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. And for me, for whatever that was, what basically seven, eight, nine years, whatever that was, mm -hmm. until the fabulous people at We Grow Hair Indy restored a once thriving civilization, <laughs> you just realize there's nothing you're going to do to stop this. So, Kevin, <laughs> I mentioned that I, I, I've heard this myth that baldness comes from the mother's side. Yeah. And so, I don't think that's true. I, I think I, it, it has a lot to do with the genes. No, I think that is true. Um, well, so my grandfather, my mom's father, I never met him, but I always heard that he had a receding hairline. Mm -hmm. And I think I get that from him. But so does your dad. Well, my yeah, my dad is bald, but his dad, uh, was he never was bald. I've, so do, is, you get it from the grandfather, right? Or is there any actual evidence that says that? Com I've heard that for years and years and years, and I've never seen anybody in sort of any sort of medical expertise say that your mother's dad is where your hair comes from. Well, there was a study done, and it said that 79% of male pattern baldness, baldness is hereditary. Okay, I agree. I would certainly agree with that, but hereditary from where? So, let me, well, I'm, I'm biological males have an X and a Y chromosome. Uh-huh. Uh, females have two X chromosomes, yes. and the X chromosome that males have is from the mom, and the mothers carry the X chromosome from their fathers, making their grandfather's genetics a likely indicator for what hair growth traits they will pass where on to is men. that? Where are you citing that from? Is that like Reddit? Or is this like an actual medical something? <laughs> You're going to laugh. What? It's from 4 com. <laughs> I think it's accurate. Uh, Rob, so was also, your... Also, they're trying to sell you medication during right, the process, right, aren't right. they? Yes. Was uh, your maternal grandfather, was he bald? I don't think so, though I could be wrong. Well, I guess you never really were bald 
either. I was going, you going you, and this is yeah. what I told Kevin, and this is really the key here. As a hair expert now, mm-hmm. uh, they, and they tell you this, one of the reasons mine was so successful, mm-hmm. the more you, and it makes sense, the more you give them to work with, mm-hmm. the more they can likely do for you. Now, obviously, they help all sorts of people at We Grow Hair Andy, mm-hmm. but- the more you give someone to work with, it's like building a house or renovating a house. If the entire house, mm-hmm. if it's just a you know a couple beams, that's going to be much harder to repair than mm-hmm. if you have a fully you know constructed house and you just gotta you know do some carpeting and etc. So Kevin, the earlier you act on this, if indeed you do decide, now I think you're fine for now. But <laughs> yeah. the earlier you act, clock is ticking. The that's longer, what he's telling you. The longer happy hair-filled life you will have. Yeah, I think I might have to uh, visit We Grow Hair Indy. Let's do that together. Uh, this is my mentee, Kevin. Let's help this guy. Let's help this young man out. Were you ever inclined <laughs> to say no, forget it, and just shave at all? I did during COVID because I couldn't get a haircut. Okay. The Bruce Willis look. I have a, there, yeah. there was a very famous photo. The women tried to give me a haircut on air, and they totally destroyed my head. I had so to shave it all. shave it all? Yes. Okay. It took me like two hours. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WI. IBC, good morning.